We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land we record on, and pay our respects to the elders past, present and future. Languages, languages. Can you say something just so I test your language? Yeah, testing. So just, you know, welcome to Because I Said So. Welcome to Because I Said So. (laughs) No sleeping at your friend's house. No sex until you have a spouse. No smoking, no drinking until you're 30. Let it sink in. Brush your teeth before you go to bed. Buy a gift when you visit a friend. Stand up, oh, don't you dare sit down. The guests are here, don't make me look like a clown. Because I said so. Welcome to Because I Said So, which is literally the sentence that I hear still at the age of 35. Yes, Because I Said So. And we've recently found out that it's not actually just Eastern cultures Correct. where their their parents just go like, why can't I do... Because I said so. Correct. But then why... Because I said so. Well, now that I have kids with my partner, yes. I understand very well do you use that... It? No. Yeah. Fuck no. No, I understand that you need to end arguments with children sometimes because you become a child sometimes <laughs> and you start like arguing back like why because the last time that you did that but I did not and then it just doesn't, it just, doesn't end es- yeah it escalates yeah escalates and then still wrong they have patience yeah to argue yeah yeah they have because they have nothing else to fucking do in their yes, life exactly. their existence yeah is just to Annoy, one would say. Yes, their existence is to annoy, not their intention. <laughs> yes, but they're two different things. I do think that it's like a slot machine. When, you, when you're when you a kid and you go to your mom and you're annoying her, yes, there's a two out of ten chance that she will listen to you when you're being annoying. Now, when this is set, yeah. then it will reinforce the behavior. Correct. So because I said so, functionally, but not ethically in my yeah, opinion, yes, yes. functionally it works. Yeah. Even with Caucasian people yeah. and Middle Eastern people. Well, it's, it's like you said, enabling a repetitive behavior of mm. stopping the sentence at, exactly. because I said so, now go to your fucking room. Yeah, now go to your fucking room and I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. And I am in control. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. is the key. <laughs> that is absolutely the key. Now, in this podcast, as you have heard, we share our stories. That's because we don't want other people to go through what we went through alone, which is just simple, like, because I said so. We're not going to really, like, practically help you, by the way. There's, like, absolutely <laughs> zero chances. Zero education. Zero. Uh, don't expect to learn anything new about yourself, but... I guess the way that we are thinking about it is that we hear a lot of podcasts with a lot of people, but it's it's quite rare to hear about uh, people from backgrounds like us. I originally, my name is Lem. I come from Jordan originally. I'm gay and Arab, which is an oxymoron for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> and, and I came to Australia. So I'm like um, a freshie. Maybe. How long have you been here? A freshie is like people from the village that have no, like no common sense of English and like ride donkeys everywhere. Uh, That's my version of a freshie, though. I've been here for three years. Is that 
Am no, I still but in the fresh been, zone? Like to London. Oh, London. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, like fresh in Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have not ridden a donkey yet. <laughs> That's yeah. never happened. And and ironically, I've never ridden a, a camel. Camel? No. Yeah. No. And even though I, when I was a kid, I used to go to summer camps. Again, I'm from a privileged background. You can hear my really weird accent. Summer camps. I've never even been to summer camps yeah, and I well, was brought up here. Well, I guess it fucking costs like a minimum of $2,000 to get out of this island. Were your so, parents well off in Jordan? Well, comparatively, I yeah. think they were like pretty good. I mean, I would say middle upper rather yeah. than upper class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you, but they d- did spend money on our education in terms of like, they put me in a really good private school. So that exposed me. Um, I, I'm, I speak English. That's yes. a privilege. Yes. No I accent. Speak... No accent. What do you mean? What do you mean no accent? I tell you. Um, my brother does. My other brother does. But I watched a lot of TV. Plus, you, you've traveled the world. So that gives you like a little bit of accent from everywhere. Whether yeah. you like to think it or not. That's, yeah, we do I think pick so. It up. Do you think I sound more American or more British? American oh fuck that now has boggled my mind I now need to I'll tell you by the end of the episode you tell us by the way if you want to get in touch with me and tell me what I sound like yeah that would be really good that's podcast at because I said so dot com dot au if you want to tell me how she's god how shit I sound yeah I I sound so self-involved also I've I've realized that if if somebody comes from Singapore or uh, areas in Indonesia, they sound like me, like that international English. Ah. Because I've been traveling around. That's and true. Americans have dominated my pop culture when I was a kid. Yeah. All I was watching was Friends and Lost and, you know. Yeah, you were one of the cool kids. You sound cool. You're so cool. I was actually quite cool. Were you? Yeah. So do you want to know who I am? Or? <laughs> <laughs> what a suck up. Yeah, tell me. I am Nazanin. Which uh, Lem mentioned earlier, but I'm from Iran. So very similar cultures, aggressive like parents in terms of the parental. Yeah. Aggressive uh, love. Love, yes. As well. That's what I would. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Aggressive Arab love. (laughs) But um, I've actually recently realized that even in my 30s, I am struggling to find myself within this. Yeah. Um, hybrid, which you've used as a term before, which I love. I think it's a great way of like. Yeah, explaining one of us. my friends was doing a PhD on that. That's yeah. how I stole the idea yeah, right. from her. Yeah, very yeah. good, very good. And so that's why I'm kind of like crossing boundaries still, trying yeah. to push boundaries. Between what mom. and what do you think with your mum? Between what and what, like, is is what do you want to do or what do you want to be that you think you cannot? An what individual. Aspect? Oh, yeah, an individual. <laughs> an individual that um, deserves the same amount of respect that my parents would like. Mm. Independence as Independence, well. Independence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Acknowledgement get you. that I am an adult, I think. Because getting married didn't fucking do it, did it? Yeah, no. And you're 35 and you're still. <laughs> I mean, I think only until you have babies coming out of your vulva. Nah. That's they're not still going to consider it. you a kid. You don't think that's going to nah, do it? watch me. Really? Yeah, not watch me. Watch no, her. I do not. <laughs> watch her. I do not want to see like blood and shit. Oh yeah. no, don't watch my vulva. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been editing a podcast about sex and all I've been thinking about is vulvas. So I mean, I think that that's just your general everyday <laughs> thought, Lem. You'd be surprised, but no. But yeah, I do think that 
our parents try to, we were just talking about that before we press, press record. Our parents want to be us Correct. in a way. Like they want to be, we are the, you know. The thing they couldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think Which is exactly what I would do to my children. <laughs> I'd be like, here you go. Here's a pole. <laughs> a pole. I, I always love, like, I think stripping, while oh. in our culture, is very um, taboo. Mm. And even in Western society, we don't we don't respect strippers. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, we think that they're uneducated and they're you know stupid. It's pretty difficult what they do. It is very hard. But I find it so sexy and sensual that I am envious of that. So if mm. there was a non-societal aspect where I could have it as a career and hopefully – Really? My, yeah, and hopefully when my children grow up, that's what they'll be. They'll be like, Mom, I'm a stripper. And we'll consider it as like a PhD. Isn't and it we'll like, be like a- bravo. <laughs> Isn't it like a form of exercise as well? It like, is, it is. Do you pole dance as an exercise? I, I used to, yeah. yeah. So I, I took classes and then I had a pole in my bedroom. And What did your mum say about that? She Just bought me curious. the pole, oh, which is fine. But I think to do it in a professional capacity. That's not going to like, be Like I know the chances of like my uncle or my cousins walking – to a strip joint will be high and they'll mm. be like, oh, hey, that looks like, oh, it is. It's yeah. Mezzanine. Look, at least you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really For fucked it up with yeah, that one. I did, I did. <laughs> I, I was gay with a Muslim girl as well. Like yeah. I'm from a Christian background. That was just like a double knocker there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow! I mean, we totally sidetracked from what I wanted to yes. talk about today, but that's okay. Uh, I, my notes start off with I had sex with a Brazilian chick who didn't speak English. I love that. Everything. <laughs> Lem is like my soul sister because I, I always refer to everything in like it always comes back to sex. Yeah, in one form or another. Sex rules. And I think that that's because we're very deprived of it within our cultures. Totally. All we want to do is talk. About How many it. sex jokes did you used to make when you like started to understand and it was like fine to say it? Like so many. Everything, everything was related to sex. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I still, <laughs> like I swear to God, for the longest time in my twenties, I was a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> Just stuck. And I heard it from people. They're like, just enough. You're not being like, no. It's a way of expressing yourself because we couldn't physically do it. Yeah. Well, we have a whole episode about sex that we're going to talk to you about. But the reason I tied it is because we wanted to talk about how it's like to speak a different language Mm. and like how, um, how, how we can date people with you know like this brazilian chick like obviously she was magnificent i have to say brazilians are amazing yeah, yeah. the butts she lived up to the reputation yeah. anyway was it fake no i don't know actually mm. but she couldn't speak english and and How i just you? could not imagine ever having a, being able to have a relationship with somebody that i can't speak the language well with like or any language you speak the language of love yeah well, she didn't let me do anything. She just did everything. I don't know what that was about. Fucking bo- that's she was insecure. You think so about her vagina? Really? Totally. Oh, you think? Oh, wow. Interesting. Did you ever think of it like that? No. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Did you ever date somebody with like who speaks a, a different language and you struggle to speak to each other? No, but I quite. I have like two people that I know that have both now married 
partners, when they started to get to know each other, spoke no English and used Google Translate as their form of communication. Wow, that's hectic. Yeah. My friend would message something in English and then she would respond obviously in Brazilian, Google Translate, and then it would be English. But obviously we all know how non-precise Google Translate is. So it was for 10, 12 months until she started to go to class and really learn about it. And I admire that. The yeah, tenacity, that's love, dude. Yeah, the dedication to learning. It must be really good sex. New, yeah. <laughs> so like, well, just, it was. It was all online. She was overseas. He was that's here. Mad. And so, just the fact that they just kept pushing through that, and was like, yeah, okay, I really like this person. There's something in this person that I that's so different to like millions of people in the same country as me. Yeah. I choose this person, but I will like learn another language. Wow. No, I have to admire that, honestly. Yeah. But I do, even though I speak good English, like comparatively, mm. I hear that my English is good. Oh, really? You're from Jordan? I do get that a lot. Like, oh, you speak, you speak really good English compared yeah. to... Compared to what? We were colonized by the British for years. We all had to learn English. Anyway. Yeah, but we didn't We didn't know that. We yeah. don't know that in yeah, Australia. Yeah, we, we don't know that. Yeah, but anyway, I I do struggle sometimes at work sometimes. Um, oh, that's trying to Yeah, because so this is what happened when I first came to Australia. I wanted to go buy coffee because, by the way, I have to say, Australians, you've done really well with your coffee. Wherever we I have. go, even in the middle of nowhere, I find good coffee. Respect. Anyway, we have to do niceties in mm-hmm. Arabic, like, hello, How's how are you, how's your day, how's your uncle's auntie, what I would like today, and like, I have like a lot of introductions before I say anything, <laughs> yeah. and they, and just people have no patience for that here, like, what do you want, Correct. you know, like, just go straight to the point. Yeah. I mean, I heard South Africans are more straight to the point than Australians. How much more straight to the point? Like, give me <laughs> I don't coffee? know, how can you measure like, it? Yeah, like, do you, do you walk in and go, coffee? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But even at work when I'm trying to explain something, like I go through almost like a reverse explanation. Like a background. Yeah, like I start with a brief and then I get closer to the point and then I say what I need to say. And people just don't like it. They like to say what you want to say, then explain. Yeah. If you've noticed. I think it's an ethnic thing. It's just over explaining shit. Correct. (laughs) Like they loved, firstly, we fucking love to talk. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, look, where I come from with it, I feel like I need to explain everything because that's how it was when I was growing up. Mm. I needed to explain what I'm doing, who's going to be there, why I'm going, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think that that's carried on. Uh, so I'm not sure. Yeah, like your mum would ask you, who are you with? My parents, where my going? grandparents. Where are you going after this, Nazanin, after the record? <laughs> Just to pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so language is like you obviously had learnt it and you had a, another means of communicating when you were in Jordan. You, I mean, your own language, you grow up with it. Arabic for anybody listening, Arabic, just yeah. in case. It's, it's not Jordanian? No. no. It's Arabic. Jordanian would be an accent. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So like How Egyptians, Lebanese, Syrians, Saudis, Emiratis. Iraqis, like I can list yeah, more countries, like, Sudanese, and, and then. <laughs> they can all speak Arabic, yeah, but it's just right. very different accents. That's all it Dialect. is. Dialect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had just my parents when we migrated to Australia 
and they didn't know English either. Mm. So we only spoke Persian. So when I went to kindergarten and even what they call an Adelaide reception, so kind of like year zero, I remember kids talking to me in English, me understanding, but I couldn't talk back. And I specifically remember this one conversation. I would have been five where I replied in Persian (laughs) and then the kid, my friend at the time, was like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like I can feel the frustration that I had Mm. for not being able to like communicate. Yeah. And so then for years I just went to ESL. Do you know what ESL is? English as a second language. Correct. Yes. Yes. Well done. I would never have known that if I... I, Yeah, I don't know why. It's just I have a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Even though I'm sweaty a little bit, but yeah. (laughs) Yes, English second language. And then you go through that for for quite a long time as well. Yeah. Like you have an English accent. Mm. I have an accent in Persian. Oh, really? Yeah. When you speak Persian, like some of your R's are rolled in a different way and stuff. They just, people just know, like, you you know how your English is perfect, but you have an accent. I'm the same. My Persian is perfect, but I just have like an Australian. Fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like there's something that uh, rubs me the wrong way, I have to say. Everybody expects everybody to speak English. Mm. That's something that, like, even, you know, uh, my partner's kids, when I first came along, Edward, who's eight, he's adorable. He's like such a character. He's always just saying what's on his mind and he's Mm. always calling out shit, you know? So I'd be saying like, I'm going to make her hair. And he's like, it's called doing her hair. (laughs) It's not making, you know? And he he, he, he talks like that. He corrects me all the time. And like the less he knows somebody, the more he corrects them. And then I like have to have these conversations with him. Like Edward... English is not my first language. Yeah. It's a blessing that I can speak to you. Yeah. You have to understand that people come from different backgrounds. He's lucky to have somebody like Explain. me living in his house who's very short and brown and he's going to be taller than me in two <laughs> years. But anyway, like he's now got the concept that, oh, not everybody can speak this language. Yeah. But then adults don't get that. No. Like there are adults who just expect people to speak English and they get pissed off if they don't. Yeah. Like, and I see it on the train as well. Like the tolerance is low. Yeah. Imagine you're walking in and you have everything around you in Mandarin and you don't know the instructions and you don't know that it's a quiet carriage or you don't know that it's, you have to uh, sit on this spot for COVID or whatever. And people lose their patience and it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like just have a little bit of, common sense yeah and the thing is you don't always have to be rude and explain something yeah like my mum she's still both of my parents actually have very strong accents and sometimes people talk to her like she's an idiot yeah but she's been here for like 30 40 years Mm. and she's not an idiot okay her English but it's difficult for someone to come on board 20 years after that brain has already created neurological pathways of one particular way of saying things and doing things like there was this one time where my mum was in the shower and I heard her go fuck and it's not fuck it's fuck right (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh I I wonder like I listened out like just in case she fallen or whatever no she was okay she came out of the shower and I was like what's wrong and she was like oh nothing um I went into the shower and I still had my bra on and for a second, I brick shits. I was like, you brick shits. 
I was like, what do you mean you bricked? I was like, oh, mum, you you mean shit bricks. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. concept's there, the, the words are there, but then mm. there'll be instances where like just people don't know. Just like I don't know. You don't need to make fun of people. Please correct be them, nice. Yeah, correct them nicely, have patience with them. Just imagine you're in the middle of Italy. Like Italy is a country that does not, and I'm saying from where I've been, Liniano Sabiadoro and... Dennis, it's a country that you cannot find anybody on the street that speaks English. Oh, I found France like that. Really? French people are mm, fucking <laughs> arrogant. I'm going to say it because I think everyone knows it. When I went to France, <laughs> the, the guy would not speak. To, he literally, the guy at the hotel, which he yeah. obviously owned a small little boutique hotel, said to me, I'm not talking to you unless you speak to me in French. I was like, I don't know how to speak French. Learn and he it. was like, learn. You have two days. Yeah. Mm. So I used to say like, Croissant. bonjour. Yeah, bonjour. No, like, was it, no, sorry. Yeah, that's Italian. Is, it, is Italian? No, bonjour. What am I bonjour. Thank you. Bonjour. Yeah. The little things just to be like appeasing, but they're really arrogant about their language. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've heard that before. Yeah. I haven't been to France, but I heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just but be nice no matter where you're from. Please be nice. But if you have any rude sex, because, you know, like we said, everything comes back to sex. <laughs> any story about language that you want to share, whether you were discriminated or um, a brick shit story that you'd like to share with us, you are more than welcome to email us on podcast at becauseisaidso.com.au or you can follow us on Insta and DM us there at becauseisaidso underscore podcast. Now, please don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Oh, look at that. I mean, that wasn't as well as what you would have done with someone that's a professional. Yeah. That's to my standards. That was great. That was great. Um, I think we should call this episode I Break Shits. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. Okay, bye. Bye. Chalas, Mama. I said so. Fine. Uh,